This is Dream House, written by Evan Perlman for Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition. It is available on DriveThruRPG. Follow the link in the show notes for more information. Dream House features Holland Lane Curtis as Kermit, the Antiquarian, Michael Morrison as Stanley, the Drifter, Talia Coons as Clara, the Private Investigator, and Wendy Donegan as Missy, the Dilettante. And I am Jonah Knight, your keeper. Okay, let's go. Part 3 Moments ago, these bright red piercing eyes appeared right in front of the refrigerator. And then these long, dark, dirty hands grabbed onto Mr. Knot. And this thing, whatever it was, pulled him backwards and almost folded him out of existence right in front of all of you. And if red eyes could smile, they did so. And then they left you here. Can each of you roll sanity, please? I passed a sanity check for once. I have a 7 out of 40. I got 63 out of and I think I'm looking at 65. Is that right? You're hanging on. <laughs> 81 out of 70 did not pass. Okay. I rolled 60 out of 60. Oh, that's a tie. So you're okay for now. If you tied or you made it, then you only lose one point of sanity. If you did not, can you please roll a D6, Clara? I had a five. You rolled a five. So rolling a five, losing five or more sanity in a single roll means that something bad happens. Can you roll another D6, please? A two. Stanley, Kermit, and Missy, something just happened. And we'll get to Clara in just a moment, but you other three might have questions for each other, or at least something to say or do. So I had been walking towards Mr. Knott as this happened. So Stanley, I'm I'm leaping back, just just startled, just jumping backwards, probably slamming into something and and just whoa, 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 did, whoa. And I'm blinking my eyes like crazy because it worked upstairs when I was standing in the puddle, but it's not making him reappear. And so I'm looking around like, did you, did you guys see that? Did you guys see what I saw? I believe I still have the broom in hand. Uh, uh, So I start to brandish it, stabbing at uh, thin air in hopes of hitting whatever it is that just took Mr. Knott. Your three dinner companions, Clara, are are responding in a, a very understandable way. But you feel something a little bit different right now. Uh, you're still uh, at the top of the stairs coming up from the basement when all of this happened. And from where you are, it feels as though things are a little bit slow. Maybe you're, you're not quite understanding what is happening. 
But you do catch your own reflection off of maybe the one shiny pot in the kitchen. It's angled just right, so it catches you as you stand on the stairs. And you can see behind you something coming up and reaching for your neck. I shriek, and I immediately turn around, just like waving my hands up in the air. The rest of you see Clara responding very violently to nothing at all, to empty air. But Clara, there is something there. What do I see? It's hard to really tell because it is kind of shadowy, but it does have bright red eyes and it does have long clawed hands. But luckily for you, you're carrying knives. You have a knife in each hand. I, I, I have knives. Okay. I Um, don't know. I don't know where you got them from, but you have them right now. I take a leap at this creature in front of me with the knives. So for the rest of you, it does look like Clara is attacking nothing. It appears as though she's about to do something pretty violent to something you can't see. Does it look like she's about to jump down a flight of stairs? Almost. If she loses her balance here, she could go head over heels down the stairs. Miss! Miss! And I'll start running towards her. I like, I can still hear him, right? And like my... You can hear something, but I don't know that you're able to really focus on it or understand it. I'm not sure if she is like proficient in knives. Is that a thing? Well, you can roll a fighting brawl. And that will tell us how proficient you are in this moment. Kermit and Missy, you you might have a split second to do something, whether it's effective or not. I don't know. If if this sounds too, like, too meta, then stop me. But I do feel like Kermit, for being how spooked she is, would um, stab at whatever air Clara starts stabbing at um, with the broom handle. I do feel like that would be a response, but if that's, it's more from fear than of like trying to actually hit something that's there. It's more of a like reactionary, like, "Ah!" Missy, what, what is your response to all of this happening right in front of you? I think I'm sort of stunned in place at the moment and wanting to run away and leave this horrible place. But I'm stunned at the moment. Like, I can't move. My, I, I'm frozen in shock and fear. I got a 35 out of 35. Excellent. You had a moment to react, and you absolutely did. These knives go right into this thing. And then, luckily, you have two more knives. And then two more. And you see a broom sort of, like, come by and hit this thing out of nowhere. But luckily for you, you got at least four knives stuck into Mr. Knot as he falls backwards down the stairs. Oh, my God. Clara seems to have stopped fighting whatever it was that you couldn't see. Does, um, I guess, does Clara realize that she just did stab Mr. Knot or just more like the image of Mr. Knot? I mean, I... I think that you know as much as she does. I know as much as she does. Yeah. I kind of 
taken aback and I, I, I just kind of start freaking out. I don't know what, what's real and what isn't. And I, I turn to Stanley, Missy and Kermit. Do I still have the knives? No, your hands are empty. Okay. Now, based on that, you fail at getting a five points, losing five points of sanity on that roll. And then based on your second roll, you feel as though you are unable to control your emotions for an unspecified amount of time. Now, whether this means that you're going to laugh or scream or weep uncontrollably, (laughs) I don't know. But you're sort of losing control of that part of you for now. Should I just like roll a dice or something? No, no. no. Okay. Um, I start kind of kind of laughing i think um and she she kind of she kind of um turns to everyone else and she's like oh what, what, this is the funniest prank i've ever had pulled on, on me in decades i mean what what is with all of you what's what's the deal here i'm gonna start really going insane if you don't tell me what's going on when i run up beside her um do I see anything down the stairs, like a body of Mr. Knot? You see nothing down the stairs. You hear okay. nothing down the stairs. Gotcha. Uh, miss, um, I don't, what just, what just happened? You saw, use your eyes. You planned this whole thing, didn't you? You know, just as well as me. You, you, you cretin. And she kind of, um, if he's getting closer to her, she kind of wants to move away, I think, um, just to like a different corner of the room. Well, you're right at the top of the stairs. The easiest escape route is down, or it means getting really close to somebody to go somewhere that is not down. Okay. I don't think she would go down the stairs. Um, I think she would just sort of body, body language, like slink back a little bit. Um, when Stanley approaches. What? Does does anybody else know what she's talking about? I I don't know what she's talking about. I don't know what that was, but did we all see the red, the, the red eyes coming out of the, and then that did that, that part, that part happened. Right, that wasn't. It, it must have, because Mister Not was here, and now he's not anymore. Unless he was also not here at all. Like something weird is going on in this house. I, I thought I was standing in like a puddle upstairs, and then it it disappeared. I thought it was just my drinks, but now that we're all seeing this, something is going on in this house, you guys. Well, uh, the house has rats. Um. What? Oh, the house has rats. Wow. Great observation. <laughs> and, and molded food uh, in, in the dining room, just as a reminder. Uh, I did see that earlier. Do you think this is something that Mr. Knott is... is he, He's not the type to pull jokes. I don't know how he would pull something like this. And how would he make himself disappear? Did any of you eat the food? Oh, heavens no. Are you kidding? Um, well, I I ate some stuff out of a trash can one time, and 
it really messed with my head. I didn't feel good for a couple of days and I'm pretty sure I had some, some dreams. I thought maybe if we ate the food, but then I remembered I didn't eat the food either. So I don't. No, that's, I understand where you're coming from. Maybe there's, maybe, maybe his, his old stove, it has, there's a gas leak and we're all hallucinating. That would make plenty <laughs> sense. A gas leak, she says. Yeah. A gas leak. You're, you're telling me I just stabbed at a gas leak, is what, what you're saying. You stabbed? That's what you're saying to me. I, what, I what? did not say anything about stabs. No. I, 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 did you not see what just happened? Are, are you? No. <laughs> no, we didn't. Uh, I'm, I'm going crazy. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe it's something about the house. Maybe it just has, maybe it's set up like a, you know, one of those entertainment places. Like, you know how it, at fairs they have corn mazes and no, no, that's, I'm, I'm really grasping at straws here. Um, you guys, there was a murder in this house before, like a, a murder-suicide in this house. Is this... I'm not aware of this at any fairs where people go in and then kill each other. That seems a little bit extreme. Look, I, I brought it down. I have this article. I found it upstairs in the bedroom. Look. So are, are you saying that this place is haunted or something? Is that what you're saying? Because that sounds a bit... I don't know either. I was just going with the flow of your, you know, suggestion and just taking it to the next logical level, if logic makes sense here. I don't know what's going on, but people, there was a double murder and suicide in this house. And now Mr. Knott has died and Claire is stabbing at nothing. I don't know. What do you guys, the gas actually makes a lot of sense. Maybe we're just all oxygen deprived. If there's a gas leak, why don't we just leave? Have any of you tried leaving? Yes, let's go. I think it's, it's a great idea. It is still like a big old storm outside. Like really bad. Oh, oh, there's a storm alive. That's better than that's better than ghosts, apparently. Are there any windows in the kitchen that look on to the outside? Yes, there is. There's uh there's a window that goes out into the backyard. Is it still like furiously snowing outside? It is. The visibility from inside looking out is not very far at all. We could. I just. And and just dropping that sentence completely. Stanley goes over and just wanders back out into the main hallway and just yells out, Mr. Nod, Mr. Nod, are you here? Is this a is this a joke, Mr. Nod? It's a bad joke, Mr. Nod. It's a bad joke. The rest of you are alone in the kitchen, and you can hear Stanley calling out to silence. Clara, it sounds like, it feels like you're starting to get a hold of yourself, though this has shaken you. Um, is there like a, like a sort of weapon-looking thing nearby in this kitchen? Like, what's the closest thing I could find? Well, there's a knife right in front of you. On the cutting board. I take the knife and 
I'm, I'm like coming down from laughter as I'm saying this, like, like, you know, I don't trust any of you, you know, we have to get out of here, but, but God, if I'm, <laughs> I'm not losing my life over something, some stupid dinner party. She doesn't point the knife, but she kind of just is like holding it in her hand shakily. Let's be, let's be careful with that. Uh, but you know, if, if there is some intruder that's playing a prank on us or Mr. Not or something, it, it's not a bad idea to have uh, a d- defense. A weapon. I, I hold up my broom. I'm, I'm coming down now, but I, down at the basement, I saw Mr. Not murdered. There were knives in his back and then he disappeared. And I, I don't know what to make of it myself. I've never seen anything so fantastical in my entire life. And so I just don't know what to think. Uh, we just, we have to get out of here. Well, I still have my coat on. I'll, I'll try and drive us out in this, this snowstorm. Should, should, should we, should we, should we run? Let, let's just run. Yes. Lead the way. Lead the way. Oh, what about Mr. Knott? Where did, where did he go? What? I don't know. He probably made some death house for us. Why do you care about Mr. Knott right now? He was acting weird, you guys. Don't you think he was acting weird even earlier? He's a dear friend, and I don't think he would set any of us up for something dangerous. And you saw him. He he's getting on in his years. He doesn't fully know what's going on at any moment. There could be someone taking advantage of him and, and pulling the strings off to the side that we wouldn't even know about. Maybe that's it. Maybe there's there's someone here that doesn't like that. Uh... When I don't get any response, I'll wander back into the kitchen and I'm going to look at all three of the ladies that are in there and I'm going to say, he just monotone. I'll bet he's in the library. He kept talking about the library. We should probably find the library. I'll bet that would be where he is. Maybe that's how he's doing this 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 prank that he's I bet he's in the library. He seemed really focused on that. Stanley, you're half in the kitchen and half still in the hallway. And that's why you're the one who can hear a sort of a light far away. Uh, this isn't a laughter. But whatever it is, whatever's making it thinks that something's funny. And it's coming from behind you. And with just a look over your shoulder on the front door are two red eyes. If you keep looking. Kind of fascinated. From the middle of the door, it looks like the wood starts to blur and starts to swirl a bit. And you see a rat. No, you see three, twelve. You see a large number of rats coming through this hole in the door. And they look like they see where you are. I'm not even going to lie. Sanity check or no sanity check. Stanley completely loses his cool. He lets out a a kind of a wail and charges through the kitchen 
to the only exit that he sees to uh, to go through, and that's the stairs. And I don't know if he goes up or down because he's just running in fear now. First roll sanity. Cool. <sighs> I failed. Can you roll a d6? Four. Uh, so right in front of you on the stairs going up is Missy. And sort of blocking the stairs going down is Clara. Clara is holding a knife now. This this sort of blind panic that is coming over you, you can feel it manifests itself as whatever is in my way, I will knock it down in order to keep moving. Yeah, well, one of them has a knife and one of them doesn't, so I'm going right past Missy. So this will be the second time I've knocked her down tonight. <laughs> Missy, Stanley looks like he has completely lost his mind and he's got wide, crazy eyes and he is running right at you. <laughs> So I do my best duck and twist out of his way. Kermit Stanley does have to run right by you screaming. You might have a half a second for like a quick reaction. And I hit him over the head with a broom. What do I do? <laughs> no. Um, Three, two, one. He's gone. Scream. <laughs> <laughs> Missy, if, you're, if your goal is just get out of the way. Then can you please roll dodge? Yeah, 70 out of 40. <laughs> yeah, um, I think, Stanley, that as you run by, this is a fighting brawl. Just, uh, she's trying to get out of the way, but you kind of have the jump on her. That is a 14 out of 60. All right, then. Um, can you roll a d4? I try and catch her if she falls off the stairs. Four. Missy, you get an elbow to the jaw and start to fall off the stairs. And my cute boots just don't have good grip, grippy soles. Uh, Kermit, yeah, I think you can you can definitely try to grab her. I mean, we can just do decks if you're just trying to break her fall. Yeah, just trying to break her fall so she doesn't break any any bones or those cute shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I got 54 out of 60. Okay. That's good enough to keep Missy from getting hurt anymore. Yay. Uh, and the three of you here in the kitchen hear Stanley pounding his way up the stairs. When I get to the top, I'm just going to hunker down and just yell down the stairs. The rats are coming. The, the rats? What? What is he? What is he on about? Hey, okay. Let's all just... Let's all calm down. I think it'd be best that we stick together during this. Let's not go running off. I understand that we're all under a lot of stress. Let's just, can we, will you come back down here, please? Without throwing Missy off the stairs again. Huh? There's rats. Lots, lots of rats. I don't want to be where the rats are. Okay. They're they're just rodents. I mean, how many rats are there, truly? Go go look in the hall. They were coming through the front door. There were a lot of them. This is this is nonsense. And she kind of goes over like very skeptically to the door of the kitchen and like peeks peeks down the hallway. Missy, this is sort of going on and you've got this pain 
in your mouth, in your chin, in your cheek? What, how is this manifesting? Like, what are you, what is, what are you going to look like in the morning? Probably going to have a bruise on my face. And I think I'm ready to try and run again and just leave and get out. Clara walks by you towards the door and you've sort of balanced yourself on the stove. Can you roll idea, which is intelligence? 47. Out of? 90. So you've, you've balanced yourself with one hand on the stove, sort of like holding your, your jaw a little bit. Maybe there's a little bit of blood in your mouth. And there is a pot of water on the stove. And you have this moment of feeling the blood in your mouth and staring at the pot of water. Definitely you're thinking about what just happened to you upstairs where you were having this vision. And there's a little bit more of it now because it's definitely you underwater in the bathtub. As you feel yourself sort of sinking into this pot on the stove and feeling as though there's a memory or there is something. Yeah, you're definitely underwater in a bathtub. You're definitely being held down. You cannot see what is holding you down. And Kermit, you're probably right behind Missy because you caught her as she fell. So you're at least close when Clara passes and walks out into the hallway. Missy, you're pretty sure that you drowned in that bathtub. Can you roll sanity? Yeah. 31 out of 65. Okay. One point of sanity that you have lost in this moment when you realize that you died some time ago. Clara, you cross out into the hallway, and this hallway is mostly empty. It's pretty quiet. There are no rats out here. Just as I thought, and I I kind of turn back into the kitchen like, there are no rats, you, you, uh, you urchin. So you're still holding that knife in your hand. The, maybe it was, it was probably the one that you were even using to cut vegetables with earlier. Mm-hmm. Where did the blood on it come from? I, I don't, I don't know. Where, where did this blood come from? And I almost want to start looking around to see where it could have come from. It's not your blood because that's still all over your hands and knees. It must be someone else's. But who, nobody else has like a stab wound, right? I don't think I stabbed anybody besides the the specter. Oh, no. Yeah. Can you roll idea, please? Okay. Uh, 32 out of 80. No, you definitely remember it being your hand that held the knives that killed Mr. Knot. As you sort of struggle through this right now, you weren't really in charge of yourself at that moment. There was something making you do it. And you see red eyes come out of the ceiling not too far down the hallway. Okay. Are they are they just eyes just staring at me, or are they like turning into? Well, they were at first, and now just below them 
it looks like there is blood leaking out of the ceiling. Okay. And with that, I turn around into the kitchen and I start kind of backing away from the doorway into the hallway. I think she would start running, try to run upstairs, maybe. I think that's sort of what would happen. Kermit is now at the bottom of the stairs. How calm are you going to be in passing by her to get up the stairs? I am almost going to like scream at Kermit, like, like out of the way before I charge up there. I'm not sure if Kermit will respond. Oh. <laughs> Kermit, you definitely see as Clara is threatening you with this gleaming knife. There is something in her eyes that is serious about you getting out of the way. Okay, I back up and out of the way. Is is Missy still near the stove? Yeah, I, I don't know that she has moved in the last moment or so. I think in a weird way, I feel kind of protective of this uh, odd socialite. Um, and so I kind of back up um, and I use my, my height to kind of like shield her a little bit, like maybe pull her a little bit behind me. Um, just be like, okay. All right, there's no need for anything drastic. We're all fine. It's going to be fine. So I, I continue to just sort of charge up the stairs with my knife at the ready just to get away from this, this whole thing. It's a clear exit. Kermit, you get a second glance at this knife as Clara passes you. And it's not actually a clean knife the way that it was when it was on the cutting board. It looks like it was used to cut up something that was completely rotten. There might be slime on it. Uh. And that catches, uh, maybe makes you turn back to the cutting board, which is just covered with rotten flesh. And on the top of the stove are pots and bowls of vegetables that look like they went months and months ago. What was it about this food that made you die? Besides the fact that it was probably rotting as I ate it? There may have been something a bit too poisonous for me in there. Um, maybe mixed with something that's a bit toxic to humans. Yeah, uh, and maybe that maybe that poison was part of the rotting process. I don't know science, but maybe something. I'm all I'm thinking of is formaldehyde and how it's used. There was too much of it, and it wasn't even really your choice that you ate so much. Can you roll an idea? Sure. 46 out of 50. Yeah. Kind of close. It's hard to remember exactly when, but the memories of eating this food and continually eating it and continually eating it are now very clear in your mind. And Stanley at the top of the stairs... 
you yelled warnings. You know that those rats are coming. And you heard people not taking you seriously and sort of walking around. And then a lot of screaming and threatening. And you can hear steps pounding on the stairs. And all that you can think of is, did the rats eat me when I was alive? Or do I remember them eating me after I was alive? Can you roll idea, please? I'm not sure if rolling well is a good thing on this roll, but I got a six out of 40. It becomes a lot clearer. Hey, all of you passed that. Uh, It becomes a lot clearer now that you were alive when they were eating you. And that actually, with a six, that was in the basement of this house. As that comes to you, first of all, since all of you now remember that you are dead, you're, you're going to take a D6 sanity damage from, from that realization. Four. Four. So I took a full five, which is um, enough for a minor break, but that also puts me collectively over my 10% for indefinite insanity. Stanley, something is about to happen. On the second page of each of your character sheets, under traits, it should now say deceased. Stanley, you can see Clara emerging. No, wait, that's not Clara. Who is it? Who is the most important woman in your life? Me? Yeah. Oh. Uh, it was, it was probably my, my dear old mom. Well... Lucky for you, she's here to help you. Oh, Mama. I will try to go and give her a hug. Clara Stanley stands and reaches his arms out wide and comes in for a hug. I think Clara would would stab him. I I think that is what would happen. She, She doesn't like men. And also he's... He's doing that. So um, I guess I'll roll fighting brawl. Yeah, he's large and smelly and um, morose. Yeah, fighting brawl, please. Um, 21 out of 35. Carving knife, like a, a kitchen knife, um, is 1d4 plus 2 plus damage bonus. Uh, roll a d4, please. I had a two, so that'd be um, four, and then my damage bonus is a d4. I got five total. Sorry, Stanley. <laughs> that's that's half my hit points, so I've just taken a major wound. Um, as I stab him, I definitely want to, like, I think she would shriek, kind of, like, shriek as she's stabbing Stanley. Missy and Kermit downstairs. You heard both of them run upstairs. And then you heard some shrieking that is going on right now. I think between my vision of drowning, the, the, the shrieking sound and Kermit's sort of 
more clear-headed, it's going to be okay, and she kind of stepped near me in a protective way, um, I think I just grab onto her and thinking that she's going to help protect me. And um, I'm just screaming, don't let me drown. Don't let me drown. I don't want to drown. Okay, I'll try my best. So I don't know, based on the condition that we're in, since we're technically already dead, but when I take a major wound, um, I fall prone and I'm supposed to make a con uh, constitution roll to see if I fall unconscious. Do you want me to do that? Or does our particular condition preclude such a thing? No, I think that happens. Okay, let's see. All right, I make my constitution check. Uh, so I fall down, but I don't fall unconscious. Um, so yeah, okay, good stuff. Did my mom just stab me? She absolutely did. And she's standing over you with a knife. Now there's a moment, Stanley. So you hit the floor, you roll back, your head hits the ground. And for a moment, you're staring at the ceiling halfway down the hallway. And the light that is in the middle of the hallway that seems a little bit brighter than the one directly over the stairs, right next to it, there is a hatch to an attic. Clara. Yeah, Stanley let go of you right away. Whatever he was after... Uh, you stopped it. And now he's okay. screaming and rolling around on the floor and bleeding. Great. Um, I think, I don't think she would keep stabbing or, or would she? I don't know. I think Clara would just at this point want to run past Stanley, um, and sort of into that like upstairs hallway. You sort of, you get a good view past him and you can see there's a room. Oh, that's probably a bedroom. That's probably a bedroom. The bathrooms. Oh, bathrooms right there on your, on your left as you come up. But you can see as well that there seems to be one of those pull down entrances to attics and, uh, and a rope hanging from the ceiling. Um, I, I pull it. Kermit and Missy downstairs. Now it's Stanley who seems to be screaming in pain. Also, I'm screaming, Mama, why? Mama, why? Things escalated quickly. So I, I will let you drown. You don't let me eat any rotten food. And we're going we're gonna to get through this. Um, is there anything that seems like weapon-like left in the kitchen that I could like hand to Missy? There's a, a very heavy cast iron pot lid. Does she look like she could carry that? I mean, she has two hands. But does she look like she has enough muscle to be able to heft it around? I'll tell you what, you can roll luck to see if you find something more interesting. Uh, maybe are you looking for her or is Missy, Are how how cognizant are you of your surroundings at this moment? Um, I'm really stunned at my demise and I'm sort of in denial. Like we don't, we, like, I, I think I feel like I've seeing a possible death in the future. I don't know that I'm thinking that I'm actually dead right now. So I'm very swept up in that and not wanting that to happen. So I'm not very cognizant. I don't think at least not yet. 
yeah. So Missy's not looking for a weapon. Kermit, you can roll luck to see if you find something better than a cast iron pot lid. Sure. <laughs> uh, 24. Out of? 45. What seems like a good weapon for Missy? What would she really take to? What, what, Missy, what would you say would be something that would make that would make sense? Is there like uh, an ice pick? Maybe inside the refrigerator, inside the, the ice chest? Sure. I mean, I, I can keep swaying this broom around as much as I need to. Um, I don't know how much damage it'll do, but yeah, yeah. Uh, find the, the ice pick and I say to Missy, please don't stab me. Um, well, well, so Missy, it, it feels like you want an ice pick. And Kermit, you know that she would do well with an ice pick. She seems like a stabby sort, I guess. Is that what's going through your mind? Um, so you go to the ice chest and your hand passes through the handle. But you're, you're still holding on to the broom, though. And maybe that's a moment where you look around and this isn't a nice, comforting, warm house anymore. There are water stains on the ceiling. There are rats. There are insects. There is rotten food everywhere. And you don't really feel the temperature, but it looks like it's freezing in here. Okay. Um, I uh, crack the broom over my knee and hand her half of it. As you go to do it, it takes one magic point for you to break that broom. What? Uh, okay, fine. As break so, the broom for a whole ass magic point, Jonah. And all of you know that if you're not already holding something, now that you know that you're dead, it will take spending a magic point to interact with something physical. Okay, so that being said, um, I am trying desperately to cling on to any sort of logic and sanity in this, um, ignoring the fact that I for sure am probably definitely dead because I don't have time for that right now. Um, I just want to get us the hell out of this house. Um, so I, I think I say to Missy, we should find a solution to get out of here. Um, things are going bad fast. I don't know what's happening up there with those two. I'm a little afraid to look because they're kind of loose cannons. Um, is there anything you found while nosing around looking for his, his book? Is there anything? The main thing I, I remember was that article about the, the, the double murder and suicide that happened in this house. I think you and I should just head out the back door because if they go upstairs, that's where the article was. It was like in the kid's room. So I think maybe the the kid killed its parents or, or something. I can't even remember now, but I think we need to go and leave them and just cut our losses. I don't I, I honestly I don't think we're going to be able to get out unless we change something. Wasn't wasn't Mr. Knott saying something about his his library or finding his but maybe that's that's the key we have to find the book to i don't know put it back on the shelf or something so all of this weird shit stops happening wow oh i'm sorry okay. that was that was very crass of me i'm i'm panicking but it, i'm also not panicking because this is fine no no that that's 
that's really smart of you. Okay. I just, can we do it together? Can, can we look for the book together? I didn't, there's one room I didn't look at in upstairs. It was the spare room. I, I didn't even go in. Okay. But I don't know if I want to go up there. I don't know. There was screaming. Well, we have brooms. Okay. Let's try it. We, we, we don't, it doesn't seem like we have anything to lose. We are. I'm not going to say that out loud. Let's go. Clary, you've grabbed onto the rope hanging from the ceiling. And the hatch opens. And a folding ladder comes down right in front of you, as it should. And as you look up, there is a light on. And up above you, it looks very calm. It looks very warm. And that makes you sort of start to look around again and see that this, you too can see that this is not the same nice, cozy house that it was when you arrived. It is long since abandoned and damaged with holes in the wall and peeling paper, water stains, stains of other things. But upstairs seems very nice and inviting. I think without question, I'm going to climb the ladder and go up there. Does that take a magic point? No, it does not. Okay. You get a step or two up the ladder. You can see a woman that you don't know sort of lean forward and smile and reach her hand down. And she says, you found the library. Oh, gosh. I think, uh, I mean, behind her is the guy who just tried to attack her. And it's very dismal. So I think she would, she would go up there. I think, I think that's very in character. Do you take the woman's hand? I I do. She smiles in a, in a very warm way. She seems very genuine and happy that you have found your way here. Uh, can I roll, like, psychology? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, 12 out of 50. Your sense of her in this situation is that she means you no harm. And it's not quite relief, but there's maybe some of that. It's not quite surprise, but maybe there's some of that. But she seems, she seems genuinely happy that you have found your way here. Okay. I take her hands and I want to say, who are you? Gloria Macario. I'm one of the only ones still here. Still here? Yes, in the library. Uh, but please, oh. please come. I. It sounds like yeah. there are others. Are there others coming? I. There, there might be, but I have to get away from them. You'll be safe here. You will be safe here. Okay. Okay. And I, I climb up more. And she helps you all the way up. And you sort of turn back and she's down on her knees looking out the ladder. She's sort of waiting for someone else. So like I'm, I'm up there already mm-hmm. and she just, I, I kind of turn to her and I'm like, I'm like, are you sure there, there was a man down there. He just tried to attack me. There's one that can't find his way here. 
But if there are others here like you, we want them. We all we all need to be here. Oh, okay. Um, I think something about her voice is sort of soothing Clara, and like the environment is also warm. And uh, I think she, now that she is like not moving, she take a second to like sort of calm down. You know, Kermit and Missy weren't really her enemies. She was just kind of in a panic. So she just kind of sits, I think. Um, could you like describe the the library or the attic? Not yet. Not yet? Okay. Very, very <laughs> soon. Very soon. Sure. Stanley, after stabbing you, your mother climbed up a ladder into a hole in the ceiling. It was really not very nice of her. I um I get up off the floor and continue like moaning and holding my my bleeding stomach and put a hand on the wall and and I just I kind of stumble towards the ladder as well and I'm like mama why why would you do this mama I I need help oh I, I don't I don't know what happened mama and I'll and I'll stumble my way down the la- the hallway towards the ladder you can hear Kermit and Missy on the stairs behind you. And on those stairs, Kermit and Missy, you can hear something else. You can hear a low laughter from far away behind you in the kitchen. No, thank you. I I think, Kermit, you're probably leading. So, uh, Missy... Yeah. Quickly, quickly. <laughs> so, Missy, you have a really clear view of those two red eyes and the water that starts to leak out from underneath them and looks like it wants to fill the kitchen and the whole ground floor and the water level starts to rise. Yeah, I want no part of that. So I'm sort of not trying to knock her over, but we're sort broken of put- it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm pushing against Kermit like, go, 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 go. And as the two of you get upstairs and into the hallway, you can see a trail of blood and Stanley half crawling down the hallway with his hands on a ladder, trying to pull himself up, trying to climb up into a hole in the ceiling. Oh, oh my God. I, I think I rush over to the bleeding person. Um, hopefully Missy right behind me. Um, what, what are you? Oh, um, is there anything I could do to assist this bleeding person? Stanley, how are you? So Stanley is not really cognizant of what's going on around him right now. I'm crying for my mom and trying to climb up this ladder. Uh, but I have a, I have a, a knife shaped hole in my belly and um, it looks pretty serious. Uh, quick question um, for Missy. Do you have like a flapper headscarf or like something on your person? I can't remember when you described. Yeah, well, I never actually even got like my coat off or anything. So I, I have like a cute little hat, a flapper dress. Okay. And then like a velvet, velvety coat over top, but like a thin velvety coat. Okay. Um, no worries then. Uh, Kermit just tries to help this guy up the stairs because he seems to know to get away from the water that is flooding. So maybe the attic is a, 
a way to get away from that. I mean, you, you climb up. I feel like that's logical. Is that too, is that too meta? You could tell me. No, not (laughs) at all. Uh, And as the three of you sort of look up to this hole in the ceiling, you can see a woman with shoulder length, dark hair, dark eyes, and she is reaching out. And maybe the, for the first time you see her leaning down and she says, he's coming. Hurry, please. And Missy, you can feel the floor start to get wet as water starts to come up through the floorboards. Yeah, I'm just saying, go, 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 go. Get up, get up, get up. The three of you are able to get yourselves up into this hatch in the ceiling without much trouble. And there's some panic initially. And Clara, you're sort of standing off to the side, watching this woman as she helps Stanley and then Missy and then Kermit up. And then this woman pulls the door shut. And finally, for a moment, the four of you have a little bit of quiet because it definitely feels warm. It definitely feels inviting. This absolutely feels like a safe space. There is a record player not too far away playing some very relaxing jazz music. Uh, There are some very comfortable chairs. And there are many, many bookshelves filled with many, many old books. There may not be walls in here that these shelves of books just sort of seem to go on and on. And at the very end of some of these aisles, it looks like you just can't see as far as the shelves go. But here in the middle, near this entrance, there are couches. There is a dais. There's a young man who looks like he's lounging on one of the couches. But as you sort of look at him a little bit more closely, he is absolutely translucent. There is a man standing next to this woman as she sort of brushes off her skirt and stands. And the man is completely emotionless and unresponsive, as though he's waiting for commands or he's waiting for something. The woman looks at the four of you and says, we're the last of them. If we can't stop Mr. Corbett, well, then she sort of motions to the, the unresponsive man beside her and the translucent man on the couch, she says, we become them, but we are safe here. Your options are to stay until you fade away forever. Or I suppose there's something else that you can do. Thank you.